0: Can we call this podcast Johnny Hates KPIs?
1: Or call it Tim and Johnny moves the needle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess this podcast we're just
1: breaking down succession. Disclaimer, there might be some spoilers. So okay. this is succession pod. <laughs> Cue the theme song. Bling, bing, bing, bing.
0: Such a good song. Don't you find that theme songs in general have like the same sound? Like what, Dexter, what Dexter kind of has this. It's like the instruments are kind of similar. It's like, I don't know, it's like it's like is it like a piano? It's like
1: high-pitched. I mean, think of Game of Thrones, completely different from Succession. What is Game of Thrones? It's more
0: like, no, it's like violin and stuff. I've never watched Game of Thrones. What? Okay, I'm lying. Seriously? I watched three episodes and I was like, ah, I was not down. Game of shit. The fuck? I don't know. I don't like medieval and dragons. It's like not real. That's bullshit. What are you
1: talking about? You like that shit. You need to go watch Game of Thrones. That's the next thing you're watching.
0: No, I'm watching Secession.
1: Yeah, well, that's not going to go on forever. So you need to go and watch Game of Thrones.
0: (laughs) I'll try. Please,
1: people, shame him. At shot by JFK needs to watch Game of Thrones.
0: Tell me. Catch up. Let me know why I should watch it. That's all. I
1: heard there's like... It's really good writing. It's really good acting. It's really good set design, production design, cinematography. Uh, Is it though? A hundred percent. Yes. On all those fronts. Is there any
0: Asians in there?
1: I don't need Asians in everything, do we? <laughs> no, there's no Asians. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Racist show. It's medieval Racist times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in England. The though. only Asians are
0: dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Edward, described. us oh, I'm just kidding. Wow. You really didn't like it? I, I'm not going to let this go. No, I just never got into it. It's just like. Do you not like medieval stuff? Not really. Do you like video games? And you like, uh, you know. I don't know. It's There's awesome. something about medieval ties. I'm just like, nah, knives and like. I guess I like Lord of the Rings, but this is like, it's <laughs> the same as Lord of the Rings, if not better. I don't know. I just never got into it. It's okay. just too long. Give it a chance. I might. I'll, I'll. I'll put it on my watch list. Big time. It's, it's HBO, dude. You can't fucking go it wrong. It's true. Just like
1: Secession. Secession is great. It's such a good show. <laughs> I told you, right? You. Okay, Johnny's been harping on my ass for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Every day he's just like, "Oh my god, Succession is so good." You talk about like <laughs> KPIs and like churn marketing and churn stuff. It's so good, even though we're all like frustrated with work. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to listen to marketing jargon. It's different after my day spent marketing things all day, and then I gave it a shot. I ran out of shows to watch and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'll, I'll give it a
0: shot. I don't know what it is. It's like the characters are so bad that, like not bad, but like just, just not. Good characters. Great characters, just not, I bad can't people. relate. Yeah, bad people, you can't relate to them. Yeah. Unless maybe, maybe some people
1: do, That you know. If you've never seen or heard of Succession, it is a show based around a family, an extremely wealthy family that own. Uh, a one of the largest media corporations. Yeah, like uh, a media conglomerate. It's like the Rupert
0: Murdoch family.
1: Yes, I, it loosely uh, is based off of them, and I'm pretty sure that they owned Fox and everything that owns that yeah. News Corp, and basically all of the inner workings, the the family dynamics, and I guess the biggest premise is that, and the name of the show, Succession, is that the head of the family, Logan Roy is going to step down as CEO of the company. And the idea is, who is it going to be passed down to? And pretty much for the season one, two, and three, like the over, like the biggest plot point, who's going to replace Logan Roy? Yeah,
0: and it's like family members fighting each other or
1: screwing, a lot of screwing each other around. (laughs) Like fucking each other over. Yeah super petty it's so good it's so good should we break down the family tree yeah
0: let's, okay let's yeah let's break down the family okay so at the top of uh, the tree logan roy oh fuck off logan roy. he's apparently like grew up in quebec the actor or in the, the character development character yeah but there's yes. something like he's like from scotland to Canada, yeah. lived in quebec but yeah he's the dad he's been doing this i guess he's 80 something years old He's been running the media conglomerate for years. Might die soon. Who knows? Yeah. Connor, the oldest, the eldest.
1: Connor doesn't really like, do anything. Then you have Kendall. Kendall. Oh, come on, man, fuck off. Then you have Shiv. Shiv and, Shiv and then Shiv, on. Shiv, fucking boy. The then daughter you have of the
0: Roman, the baby. Roman. I think just fuck off, thanks. Little baby, played by Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah, that played in Scott Pilgrim. And in Home Alone. Oh, yeah. He is in Home Alone. Well,
1: he's his little brother. Yeah, his little sense. brother. He's really good in this. He's like great acting. Yeah. Um, so that's the kids. And then what else do you have? Um, you have the
0: business partners. You have all the business partners. There's like Hugo. There's Jerry. Jerry is great. Frank, I guess, the one of the guys. Yeah, just, you know, just business people. Business guys.
1: And then you have... Tom. This assault's going to be ongoing. So Tom is uh, is with Shiv, the Hus- daughter. Yeah,
0: the husband. Boyfriend, husband. Boyfriend.
1: And then you have Greg. Uh,
0: Greg Hirsch. The cousin.
1: So he's like just on the side, right? Yeah. And that's the main gist of the family. Kendall Works is the COO of the company. Yeah. Supposed to be next in line. Yeah. We'll find out. Roman is in and out of the company, right? He becomes like CFO. Well, let's oh, yeah. not say what okay. happened, but like at the very... I'm talking from my head, like beginning season yeah, one, he's episode one. He's like, yeah, in and out he's of the company. He's in and out of the company. Shiv is not... She's, at all. She's
0: like in a different sector. She's like
1: chasing like political... Not as a politician herself, but as like a media for, the, for politics. Like public
0: relations, I guess. Yeah.
1: And then... Connor. Connor is a loser. <laughs> he literally doesn't have a job. He just isn't doing anything. He's just doing his own thing. He's like the yeah. He's doing nothing. Just just living life. And his and right away he he comes in as like, guys, I don't have an opinion. I have nothing to say. I'm a. And he calls himself like I'm a well a white helmet like the UN. You know he's <laughs> like I have no say in this thing, and then he'll go. But what I think, and then he'll give his opinion. And he's yeah. So those are the main characters. A lot, obviously, a lot more come along. You know, things come and go, but
0: that's the fam, the family, the conglomerate of the Roy's of the Roy. You know, you know, you know. We're like in the real life succession. You know, I'm le- leaving my job, so you're, <laughs> you're Kendall, and and are are you <laughs> Logan? I'm Logan Roy.
1: Yeah, yeah, Dad.
0: <laughs> Man, that character. Yeah, whatever you want. It's, he's just looking for acknowledgement from his dad. There's like a stare, like, you know, like every time he looks into the void, there's like, there's like an emptiness. It's like, there's nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a bit, he evolves over the seasons, but he starts off, especially in season one as like a very kind of like pompous, cocky, like a yo, yo, yo guys, like I, I'm cool. I'm chill. Um, uh, yeah. You know, uh, like just very business, not actually cool and empty and try try hard hard. yeah try hard acts as though he's super tough but then his dad will say one thing and he'll just like shut down and like clam up and just be like oh yeah i guess uh."
0: that actor is so good just he plays that character like Uh so well Uh and the weird thing about that show is also the, the way it's shot it's like it has like that parks and recs office the camera movement
1: yeah, it's shot just like the office, right? Those little like zoom in, zoom out, like uh, reality show a bit, okay. like
0: docu, docu,
1: yeah, drama uh, or mockumentary style almost, right? So it's meant yeah. to feel like it's a documentary. So think of like most shows that would cover a subject like this, or like really serious dramas. Yeah, will often place the camera in a in a place where you can clearly see the person talking mindhunter right so very serious it's about serial killers frame the camera right in front of the 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 character and they'll cut back to equal shots right and there's it's like very purposeful right and the camera is like it's meant to be there whereas in a documentary style you know if you're filming a documentary you're just you're in the moment and you're like the cameraman's there and like trying to frame and that's what the zoom in and out is right like yeah so it gives this idea of like you're in the room in the moment seeing and reacting like the camera's reacting basically. The audience is like documenting what's yeah. happening.
0: It's like you're in the room. You're a there. character
1: in there with them. That's yeah, why yeah, like yeah. often in the frame there's like there are people walking by the frame. right? The, the camera's like
0: over a shoulder. It's, yeah, it's yeah.
1: like a very cluttered kind of moving around type thing. And apparently they, they do that on purpose. They'll plan out. The shot, like the scene, a yeah. general sense of like what's going to go on. But they don't they don't film like, all right, we're going to film our uh, wide angle here and then our close up on you. They just go like, all right, let's just shoot. And there are a bunch of cameramen in the room and they like move and adapt on the go
0: kind of thing. Really? Like Which they're focused quick. on the character? Yeah, that's why like there's always like, them. and then they hear someone else will talk.
1: They'll be off screen. So then they'll like swing over to them, zoom in, zoom out. It's interesting, and the thing is, like, this is such a serious, potentially serious subject matter. Like, all it, all that it is, is it's people sitting around talking. It's just people talking, yeah. Right. Nothing is actually really happening. They're in boardrooms. They're in meeting rooms. They're in homes. All it is is people talking, and so they make it interesting by, by adding the humor and by keeping you on your toes with like the camera movement camera the, movement and stuff. Yeah,
0: what's good about it's like like the fact that the, the camera movement and all that but there's like there's not there's like a grit to the vibe in the show. There's not it's not like polished like a suits mm. you know like when you look at it it just feels kind of real. I don't know like just the way the characters are but also the way it's shot. And the the, the comedy I think the humor
1: is a big thing. Like I thought that it was going to be a super serious show. And it, it is exactly what it looks like. And then they start doing funny things or like someone will make a joke or they'll pick on the other person. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just
0: funny. But it has, okay. So it has like that house of cards vibe. Very like serious, serious. Very like plotting. But the humor is like, it's not like the, it's not the office humor, but it's like, it's like kind of, like it's like dark comedy, right? It, but it has, there are certain characters that have like, like Roman. Roman is like the funniest character with No Well not oh, the funniest. Maybe Greg. Greg and Tom. Greg alone. and Tom is like the dynamic of those two. Yeah. So Greg is the distant cousin, so, if you don't know in yeah, the show.
1: In ep- in in like the first first one or two episodes, you see this character who's at a carnival or like uh, an amusement, yeah, amusement park, yeah. which you realize is owned by this family.
0: He's so, like a mascot, no? Yeah.
1: A mascot and like he's just for some reason he gets sick. He's like a loser. He's just a loser. Yeah. And you find and he throws up and he loses his job. And you you he realize you come to realize that like he's a distant cousin of this super ultra wealthy family. And so his mom is like, All right, you lost your job. You gotta go to the family and plead
0: to get your job back. He greased. And from there on, he just <laughs> greases his way up the He's a ladder climber. Chair. He's like the embodiment of anxiety, like, visually. Yes. Like, just the ways, like, he's unsure of himself, but he's also malicious in the way he does things. Like, he's kind of smart, but dumb. He
1: And he gets smarter throughout, but yeah, he's, like, smart, dumb. Like, he learns how to play the family, basically. He understands, he like, he comes to learn how they work and, like, what he has to do to get ahead.
0: But then when he gets paired up with Tom, Tom is... The husband of one of the daughters from the family. Yeah. Shiv. Do
1: you have a favorite character?
0: I like, for some reason, I like Greg. Not favorite. Fuck. I like the (laughs) dynamic between Greg and Tom. Greg
1: and Tom dynamic. Best character dynamic. Yeah. Because Tom is on the outside, right? He's. Tom just wants to impress Logan. And he's not part of the family
0: (laughs) yet. (laughs) All the things he does in like the first season, like. Yeah, he's super insecure.
1: he really just it's is like a there, suck to up. please. He's Big a suck up. suck up. But Shiv really likes him. And he's so he's rich and he's with them, but he's not quite there, right? And then he kind of takes Greg, who's really like not there at all and actually not rich at all. And he kind of like takes him under his wing a little bit, it makes fun of him, but also kind of helps him.
0: There's like some hazing and bullying yeah, between a little, them. A little sketch, yeah. but as far as a like favorite character. I do like Kendall because he's just like, oh, but he's such a loser. He's a loser, but it's just, he does these things that are just like, come on, dude. <laughs> it's it's hard because all the characters, I can't see myself in them because they're terrible humans.
1: Yeah, but who would be your favorite? My favorite. I think It just has to be Greg. Greg. Because he's the only redeemable character. He's the only like good person. Is he though? <laughs> More than anyone else. He's definitely, yeah. Yeah, what has he done that's
0: he bad? He just gives me anxiety. When I look at him, I'm just like, he's oh. just a,
1: he's like, um, uh, guys, yeah. uh, um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I think, um, if I could just propose, um, uh, <laughs> that's a really I, good expression. Would, thank you,
0: <laughs> master
1: impressionists here.
0: Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I like Roman. He's kind of fun. He's like, he's like, he's a nonchalant maybe, asshole. Yeah, he's really funny
1: sometimes, but he's like one of the most probably like one of the worst humans. Out of the family? Like he seems to like really disrespect and like mistreat
0: people. and They all have like different traits that are like... uh, Different levels of... Like, you know, you have Logan, uh, Logan, which is the, the, he's like, you know, the strength. He's like also a huge asshole, but like very direct and knows what he wants.
1: And also stuck in the past a little bit. You know, he's a little older. He'll say this line all the time, like, everything I've done, I've done for my family. And like, it's the biggest piece of bullshit ever. Cause clearly everything he does is only for himself. And like he manipulates his kids yeah, and like abuses them. Maybe not physically, but emotionally. Actually, well,
0: you know. But then you have Kendall where he just like, like we said, just wants his dad's like approval. approval. That's all, he wants, That's all he wants. Kendall is kind of a reflection of maybe a young Logan, but he's a better person actually. Is o- overall, overall yeah, you, yeah. there are little details
1: where he's like no we have to tell the truth uh we have to come out here and uh no uh, that, yeah, uh we have to we have to be
0: strong here and uh we have to <laughs> that's such a good impression no uh, is the that's what we're doing uh, uh make sure that you okay. reduce the churn and uh give me all the data of the give kpis the and uh you know, we'll buy everything. Just give me everything. We need media there. Yeah, we need well, ad buys. We need Google. We need data. We need everything. KPIs. That's that's why I love the show. It's like I kind of like oh, I I, I know this. Yeah, we know what they're talking about. They're usually it's like action moves. Like oh, I'm not I'm not a fucking soldier. This was yeah. like oh, marketing terms, churn, mm. I know that. <laughs> Kendall's
1: definitely a young like a aspiring to be logan but also doesn't want to be his father and his father wants him to be him but doesn't think that he's good enough to be him so there's that then roman is basically like the fuck up right he's the yeah the the one who's like it's a joke you know that no he's the idiot he's the one who does the most drugs and who fucks off and like Like, no one takes him seriously yeah
0: exactly they don't trust him or believes in him yeah And, and i think he also wants the approval of the dad that he can do those jobs. Yep, and then, but yes. doesn't
1: care as much as Kendall, but does care for sure. Yeah, and then Shiv also wants. Basically, they all they all the four children want their father's approval, and he never gives it. Right. Yeah, and she's tried to leave the company and do her own thing. It was almost an. She's maybe smarter than than her brothers. Right. Maybe even the most. Conniving and the most like That's smart and sneaky, or like and,
0: daddy's little girl kind
1: of vibe. She does have daddy's little girl, but then also not good enough to be, you know what I mean? Well, Logan's like, kind of a sexist. He's dude. a sexist. Yeah. <laughs> a racist. And, and then Connor is just, it's just a loose. <laughs> Just a pure <laughs> loose. He's just, just living off the wealth of the family. Yeah. And didn't actually want to work for anything. And, which makes like, him the most, I think that makes him the most despicable character. Yeah, I don't like him at all. Like Because, like- yeah, like every other character might be entitled, rich, snob, potentially racist, uh, all the bad things. But they're all trying to work towards like proving their value and and finding their place in the company or whatever, right? Whereas Connor's just like, he literally bought land somewhere and he manages the land.
0: But he's just like uh, needs dad's money when he, like when he's running out. Yeah. But that character is just like
1: he's a loser. He's he's the worst he's by the far. Worst. The worst. Who would you want to be if you had to be one of the characters that we've mentioned? Who would you choose to be? Not who do you see yourself as? Because like we said, we don't really relate to really any we of them. Want
0: but, to be? Yeah. That's such a hard question. I would be. Think about it before you answer. Think hmm. about it. Why don't you go first? Okay. Why do I always have to go first?
1: You don't have, because I'm the one that's asking the questions. You don't have any questions to ask me. Who would I want to be?
0: From the family. It has to be yeah, someone of in the family. With the characters
1: that we've mentioned. Easy um, to see. I don't want to be Logan because I'm old and an asshole. Kendall is okay, kind of a douche. No, okay. You know, the answer is Greg. I want to be Greg. Because, really? Yeah, because again, He's, he's going to make, as you see, he comes up through the family. He's going to make some money. So he's going to be rich. But really there's no responsibility and he's kind of like, doesn't have any of the, he hasn't been a shitty person his whole life. It's the closest thing to being me or being like a normal person, but getting in on the family, right? Yeah. Like I don't want to be Tom because he's a loser, is, isn't respected by his girlfriend or wife. Shiv could be interesting because she's super powerful and kind of very independent. So maybe it'd be her. Shit. Don't want to be Connor. He's a loser. Roman? Roman It's too short. He's just too short. He's just too short. Wow. kidding.
0: Also, he's weird. Uh,
1: he's a little weird. He's got some weird... Uh, s- sexual
0: fetishes.
1: That's actually a really interesting part of... The character. The character is like, he's super sexual... But then, when it comes to actually having sex, he's like not—he's not really into actually having
0: sex. It he seems likes to like. be dominated. Well, that's what you come it's to like real—you
1: come to realize that he's actually just a really submissive person because he's so aggressive, I guess, and like an asshole and controlling in real, in like his everyday like his, life. Like his, yeah, like his job—it's that's like the almost the, the stereotype for like the submissive. Uh, like businessman right like he's wears the pants and like has to boss people around all day in his work yeah. then when he comes home he just wants to be like spanked and made fun of <laughs> and like you know who would you I choose I, to be I, like i said i'll be
0: greg i'll be kendall God, you're a loser why am i a loser because you're a little uh he's like okay he wants acknowledgement okay fine but he's like he, he he's kinda, not a bad to be he'd be he's like not, a, he's not a bad choice it's not a bad he's choice. just it, like but the problem with that character is that work is the number one thing and it's, it's everything it Ruin you saw like it ruin his relationship yep barely sees his kid
1: yeah he has an ex wife ex wife has it's kids super nice. he just
0: you know he's not yeah. part of their lives really. And doesn't really think about others. He only thinks about himself when it comes to like the yep. decision making. Like even if it's his family member.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He yeah. does it to all right. an extreme. Kendall's, Kendall's not bad. He's just more like, I don't know. So you're the next CEO. I want to be Maybe. CEO. I
1: you just want to be there at the dinner parties. Uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, Johnny, you, hey. It feels like a lonely world. No? Oh, they're at the top. They're, they're all the super top. rich, but they're all really unhappy actually. Yeah. yeah. It's the classic tale. Money doesn't buy happiness. Sometimes it does. Up to a certain point, it's what, uh, you know. Yeah. You reach certain salary. You make enough money. Ultimately, money doesn't buy happiness. But there are a lot of things that could make you unhappy. Yes. And up to a certain point, if you make a certain amount of money, all of those problems are suddenly not problems. Yeah. And then all you have to deal with is your own existential crisis of, what am I doing with my life? What is my purpose? Uh... Am I happy in my relationships? Am I a good person? Am I this? Am I that? Right? Yeah. But like if you make, you know, thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars a year, and maybe you have a family to support, or you're even if you're alone, you know, you got bills to
0: pay, you got like you don't have time to just it's all stress, anxiety of like making ends meet. Yeah. But like look look, I'm talking about loneliness because like when you look at Kendall's character, Mm -hmm. there's an emptiness because all he has is his job. He lost his family. Mm-hmm. He's not really that cool of a dad. It seems like the interactions from it.
1: His only friend is like a business
0: associate. That screws him well, too. Yeah, or just, it's like, just like, like, a business friend. It's like business friend but like there's not real like a real friendship like yep. relationships with his family. It's not the same. It's like there's like everything is just around business and it's like kind of
1: sad. To amass that amount of wealth... Obviously there has to be a lot of work that goes on, but also at the same time, obviously there's a lot of like generational wealth in this family for sure. And it's passed down and it's privilege. And it's like, once you're in and you know the families, like you're just helped along the way. But also like clearly these people are workaholics and like to get to where they were or where they are, to be the best, to be number one, you have to give it everything, right? Yeah, It's a good example of like people who have not found any balance in their life yeah. work
0: life love work life balance is hard like have you ever been like a workaholic in a point of your life like where it's like that's all there was i mean in i a have
1: moment? generally not i'm a pretty not workaholic type person but there are moments in my life where or moments at work where i become a workaholic Where are in maybe the midst of a big campaign yeah, Or I'm just in a weird mood where like all I'm going to do is work. Like I'll just work longer hours than I should have, not do anything else, not talk. And I get into this mood of like, I don't want to talk to anyone else. I stop replying. I stop going outside. I just, especially because I'm working from home now. And then I'll just, work. I'll just work and just work.
0: But you're more in the zone though, just in the, yeah. in the thing. It's like yeah. some people just work because that's all they know. And it, you know, it's all about like climbing the corporate ladder Oh. it's all about like like status. It's like yo this I'm always busy.
1: Oh no, so that I've never that I don't want to do. I don't want to climb the ladder and that's for losers. <laughs> the loser ladder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean some people that's their thing. Like look, I'm fortunate enough to have hobbies that I like. I have a lot of friends. I have family that I like spending time with. I enjoy you know reading, watching movies, playing sports, working out like I have lots of things that I can choose yeah, to yeah. do and I'm passionate about the work that I do and 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 passionate about projects that I work on outside of work. There are certain people who don't have hobbies who don't have like or are missing that thing you know that they like
0: and want to do yeah and then they find it in work filling a void of like with work kind of thing
1: yeah and you know if that's what works for them if that's their thing then that's fine there's nothing wrong with that They, if climbing the ladder is their thing that makes them happy and excited then that's great that works for them that's not for me but
0: yeah it's not for it's, it's me it's not that it's not like climbing like I have ambitions and I get into like a weird like mode where it's like oh I need to do this and be better but I've I feel like I have a a grasp of like the work-life balance now at my age. I understand like I need to prioritize, you know, like my daughter Uh and some stuff in my personal life to make it work. But if I do get into like a zone or a, a mode, I do have kind of like a workaholic trait. But it's not like it's not the only thing that's on my mind. Some people have that where it's just like work. It's like all about work. Everything they do is work, and it's like the only thing they do is sleep and eat. And then it's always in that mode. But have you ever done that? Have you ever, would you ever call yourself a workaholic? I think at one point in my life when I worked in retail and I was just like figuring my life, I was working way too much, I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it did like, you know, mess up my relationship, you know. And from that learning, I think I came out better. Yeah. It took a bit of time to like, you know, like I'm more of a, I'm an obsessive type of person where it's like if I want to learn something or do something I'll get my hands dirty and I'll get it done so it's like out of my way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that like I do I kind of like dive right into like a thing yeah. and I obsess about it until like it becomes like n- nothing and then I move on to the next thing. Like That's something that I've worked on where it's like okay I can do these things now but I need to control it where I give time and you know be more patient but also slow things down like you know there's a Right, you can't run. You want you want to dive into something new,
1: fresh, and then go all in and have it happen, and have it right away. Work right away, yeah, and then move on from
0: from it, and then that's it. Now it's more like okay, it's everything is more thought out, and I just want to be more like happy with work and also my personal life more than anything. But there was a point in my life where I was like, I was like obsessed. I was just like working.
1: I don't know if I've ever been obsessed with work. I'm like really never been a money-driven, work, success-driven person.
0: Yeah. And I don't know
1: if that comes from like privilege or like not this need or this like...
0: like, I guess I was poor (laughs) kind of thing where it's like... But
1: that might, you know, that could... Because I start from my dad.
0: You know, like my I would never see my dad... That's a driving factor. And it's like, oh, my dad is always working because he has to. Like he Uh was like... Like, surviving, like, coming back and, like, learning, going to school mm-hmm. and work. Like, he would wake up, like, at 5 in the morning. He'd be gone, comes back home, eats, goes to bed. Yeah. I guess that was kind of, like, had a rubbed off on me, I guess. Well,
1: it was interesting. Like, my dad was always working as well. Yeah. We weren't poor uh, by any means. But he definitely, would. I would have called him a workaholic, too. Like, work was kind of life for him. Like, dad. And he was, yeah, early up 5 30, like, you know, gone back home. Like, very similar, just not from, not, you know, we're, we weren't on the edge.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and my mom was always working too. So I just didn't pick it. Up. Like, maybe I he had know. like the reverse. It was like, I don't want to be that. Yeah. Maybe I like was like, oh, I want to maximize relaxing. And like, I don't know. I just like doing the things I like doing.
0: Yeah. But you grew up in a different environment. Very know? different. Like, I was like in like the projects, so and it was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also more like, we need to get out of here. Like, I saw my parents work their asses off to mm. like buy a house. Yeah, And I, so I was like, maybe that, that's like, in my, I like I need to do that to it. I want to be, I don't want to go back to that, you know?
1: Yeah, that that makes total sense to
0: be like a driving force. Yeah, but now I'm just like, do what I want. Cool. Shot by JFK. You've Made it. You haven't made it. but <laughs> No you're imposter syndrome. It. Being at the top is kind of lonely. And then work, also yeah, yeah. being a workaholic is lonely because you have... It is very lonely. You're in your head and you're just trying to move the needle. Oh, I hate that.
1: I hate nothing that I hate more than hearing move the needle.
0: Fucking move the needle. Why don't you move my dick? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But
1: I see the benefit in momentary moments of like being a workaholic. To me, as long as you know that that little Okay, if your entire life is you being a workaholic and it's non-stop work and work is the only thing, then I think that that's really shitty because there's way more to life than just work,
0: right? No, but there's also workaholics that are by default because that's all they need. To, like people that runs like a deponer or like Okay, like, that's store. a different
1: if, if you don't have a choice. Yeah, obviously. no choice workaholic. That's not a workaholic. That's workaholic. No, 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 no. That, That's a uh, survival. That's survive- survival. Survival, <laughs> yeah. Workaholic is someone who is ch- like to some degree chosen to above everything else to work, right? Yeah. And so, what I'm saying is, there, there, if I can see value in like momentary, I guess, ultra concentrated work or like workaholic tendencies over b- very brief periods of time, like a couple weeks or a month of like. I'm going to be working crazy hours this week. All I'm going to care about, I'm not going to see friends as much. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? It's more of a phase though. But that's what I mean. Yeah. As as I, I can see I'm a benefit that. in that because you, as long as you know that that brief period of time is worth it. Yeah. yeah. And so there'll be moments where I do that and I'm like, and I have to remind myself like, why the fuck am I doing this? And then I go, oh, because at the end of this, I will have created something that you know, is really beneficial to me, yeah, and to you know my future yeah. and whatever, and so it's worth it. And then I know that it's not going to always be like this. And after this little brief period, I can take it down a notch and you know see friends more, or like go outside yeah, yeah. more, <laughs> or whatever.
0: But like the, the the culture of work that we're in is like you know tech. It has that whole vibe to it that it comes like like everybody needs to hustle. They need to figure out th- things out. And it's like, it's kind of toxic because it's like, no, like we're we're still humans at the end of the day. And mental health is way more important than fucking work all the time. You know, it's something that people don't talk enough about. It's okay. just I feel like now people are, are more aware like, you know, companies doing like the four day work week. Four day work week. That needs to happen everywhere. Yeah. But also like being aware of like the people they hire or the people they work for them, they need to like give mental health check be like yo that's not like work is good like you're doing a good job but don't have it consume you kind of mm-hmm. thing so it's it's a bit more present now no the well, thoughts of-
1: starting a little bit more but especially the it's interesting the pandemic kind of i think made a lot of people reassess their life a lot of people that were working really that were probably workaholics yeah. uh, paused took us like stopped for a moment spent less time at the office had to stay at home and I think a lot of people uh, realized that they were wasting, spending too much time at work and in, at jobs that they didn't like, companies that didn't, you know, give them what they needed to feel good and healthy and mentally sound. And, and a lot of people quit their jobs or moved on to other things. So yeah, I do agree. Like we're in a very interesting period where things are changing. Like a shift. Like you said, yeah. there's a bit of a minor shift in workforce culture, like in... Capitalist work society. Yes. There's, yeah. there's a mi- minor shift happening. Like you said, some places have started four day work weeks. Places are giving more vacation, you know, three weeks to four to five to six weeks. We've been living in like this capitalist society, right? Post industrial revolution from like the early 1900s up until 2020, right? Yeah. This slightly over a hundred year span of. Intense commercialization and technological advancements, and you know, capitalist ideologies, right? And we've just been like, people have just been hustling, and like, the Monday to Friday schedule became a thing, and nine to five became a thing. Yeah. And we've, but that's such a brief period of time where we've been. It, but it feels like that's life. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like, it normal. feels like. Like, on planet Earth, it's set in stone that humans have to work from Monday to Friday <laughs> and Saturday, Sunday, the weekend, is the days off. Yeah. And that's what's that's what God has, yes. has said yeah. and this is what we will do, right? But it's like, hold on a second. We've only been doing this for like the past 100 years or so, yeah. maybe less. Why do we have to do that? Why are we working, especially if we're working towards bettering our lives Continually. Right. And, and living better
0: lives. Why do we have to continue with that format? Yeah. With that fucking format. (laughs) Even like the weekend is not even enough. I find like it's like, dude, it, it literally,
1: you start your weekend, you barely have enough time to do something. And then it's Sunday and then you start again.
0: Yeah. You have chores to do. Like there's so much. And if you have kids, it's like, oh, you have to spend time with your kids on the weekend. No, it's great. But it's also like sometimes you need like your own downtime. For sure. After work, like you you don't necessarily have like a decompressing time because you're just like, I'm going to eat and maybe go to bed, you know. And then you go like,
1: yeah, well, you know, if you want to get paid that much, you know, the companies have to make profit. And like, dude, companies are profiting, have been profiting out the fucking wazoo. (laughs) Yeah. For for years, they're fucking multi million to billion dollar companies, right? Yeah. What well, you're saying, they can't afford to take a little cut and give us like another day off, where we can spend more time with her. Our... What's the point in working all of our lives, yeah. all of this time spent, to then
0: not actually be able to live, to enjoy and life, enjoy yeah. it? But have you seen like there's been like a short shortage of staff within like the retail sector or like the services like restaurants or people working yeah There's like like i see everywhere like like in the stores like on Beauchamp, we're hiring like in big letters that's a good thing it's a good thing but it's also there's like it's not a shortage i guess people aren't willing to do those jobs unless they get paid well
1: so that's a good that's good because when there's high demand then there'll be more people companies whatever will be more willing to jack up. all right let's let's make get more enticing. Let's pay yeah, them more. It's good. Let's
0: yeah. the four day week. It's like okay, you have four days to work, but is it gonna make people kind of like jam in five days to four days and then it's back to normal kind of vibe? Like the workload is basically the same. Yeah, unless the company goes like okay, we need to take a Slowed step back and slow down and slow it down. But or else if we, if we keep moving at the same pace, your four days are are jammed kind of thing.
1: Okay yeah so realistically if this were to happen and this has happened at certain companies but we don't know how it works really but realistically the companies are not going to slow down they're not going to like let's they're not going to say let's take our foot off the pedal and give everyone an extra day off and reduce the amount of output no they're going to be like let's do the same amount of output but you don't want to work 5 days so you work 4 days so take your i don't know 8 hours and spread it out amongst the four other days, right? It's like 10 hour days. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Add two hours to every day, 10 hour days. Come back to the same thing. Honestly, it's not that bad.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: An extra hour in the morning, an extra hour in the evening. We're also talking from like a, like a tech and marketing perspective. Like our hours are very minimal compared to, like you, do you have any like doctor or nurse friends? They're literally doing like fourteen hour plus days all oh, every day. It's Sometimes seven yeah. days a week. How Sometimes, did it work, dude? I don't know. Like, I have a friend who I talked, and he's like, oh, "I did ninety hours this week." I'm like, ninety hours. hours. Like that's these are people who are also in school at the same time, but
0: it's like still like your no. brain has to stop. But the, but they functioning. Like my brain stops functioning. Like. Midday sometimes, and I I'm like, I'm like, how do these doctors do and perform surgery? I don't or know. Or assist like managing human lives. Like imagine managing human lives. Like we're managing like products. I know we're, we're has, imagining
1: th- we're managing
0: like, things that don't matter. Yeah, a life that's so much emotion. It's I like know. Jesus Christ.
1: Thank I mean, God think it, man. Doctor. You know, at least eventually, like if you make it as a doctor, you're gonna get paid a lot. So eventually, it's gonna be worth it. But then think about all what the I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're you're you're. If you're a doctor, you're like helping people, and so there's that double. Yeah. you're doing something good, and you're, you're getting a hero. paid. You're the heel, real heroes. No, the real heroes are then thinking about everyone else who works at a hospital, thinking about the nurses who like yes. don't make anywhere near that amount of money and work the same hours, sometimes more, and who are but who are impacting the patients probably more than the doctors because they spend yeah. more time with them. And, but like, they're not, they're treated like shit. And they're the ones that are on the line. You know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine myself. Be, I would, would not be able to do that. It's, <laughs> it's incredibly it's tough. I don't much. think I could handle it either. Yeah.
1: But there are people out there who do, and they're incredible people. And
0: it's very admirable. Respect. For sure. <laughs> and there are tons of jobs like that, that are like super Daycare workers. And long, yeah. Educators. Like I did a birthday party for my daughter. Yep and there was five kids and i was and it was a four-hour birthday party and, I, and in, in my head i was like how do educators and and i don't know like, like instructors or mm. daycareers do it with like kids like more than four five kids it's like a whole classroom it's like <laughs> i was losing my mind i was like this was it was draining the next day i was like i need to sleep so yeah i mean kids kudos have, kids have boundless
1: energy right yeah it's it, and it's one thing to just every now and then, but yeah,
0: every day. Like, I we can't imagine. We, we, we're not saving the planet. Like, our uh,
1: you do have to, like, especially where we work, like in marketing and yeah. tech and that kind of stuff. Every now and then, it's good to take a step back and go, hey, you have it pretty good. We're working in very comfortable conditions. The, there might be high stress and a lot of bullshit to deal with, but like, hey, it's a pretty cushy situation compared <laughs> yeah. to a lot of other people nothing no there's no like on the line there's no lives at risk uh we're working from home we're getting you know like it's good it's good yeah. things are really good we shouldn't complain but it's it's that whole thing of like no matter where you are in your life whatever situation you're at if you're at the top top if you're at the bottom bottom that's the situation that you're in and it's totally valid to to not be happy with your situation and to complain and want better for yourself at whatever level yeah. you have. So yeah. Yeah. Can't right. feel yeah. We're not wrong. Just work
0: for, life balance. Make it work. Make it work. Yeah. I guess this whole succession chat became work life balance yeah. chat.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean yeah. I, I watch a lot of shows, right? And movies and TV. And to me, it's always finding things that I connect with that help me understand life or that that help me relate or relate to other people and connect yeah you know like we're we're connecting through a show but it's because there are things about in real life that we are also connecting through i'm being very ambiguous right now but (laughs) i'm just saying like it's it's sparked a really good conversation and this was not the plan was not to talk about this at all
0: (laughs) but it's convos, man. That's what weird feeling is about. Can we call this podcast Johnny Hates KPIs? Yes. Or call it call to action. Moving the needle. Oh, yeah. Tim and Johnny's are... are Tim and
1: Johnny like, moves, moves, moves the needle. The needle. <laughs> <laughs> Just, what is it? Uh, well, the needle's got to go from but, but, right to left. What, does that, the, what does
0: that term come from? It's like a nuclear needle. Like Like, oh, we're in red. We're red. Like, what needle? Uh, What's the needle?
1: It's down, and you got to make it go up, up, and. Like, when you're accelerating. You go yeah. left to right, yeah. You always want your graph, your chart going up and to the right. You know, you want that's, it going that's up. That's the
0: needle. That's the needle. You want the needle going. Uh, you tell us if you know what moving the needle is in the comments Do down below. You like below. to move the needle. Gotta
1: move the needle move the needle gotta move the needle move the needle watch it go from left to right reduce all the churn gotta get kpis look into my eyes gotta climb the ladder
0: the corporate ladder
1: gotta step on people's heads Gotta move the needle.
0: The needle is moved. Gotta move it left to right. Always. Gotta move, move the needle. <laughs>
1: Gotta collect the KPIs. All right. Well, there's been another episode of Weird Feelings. We're if we're you on. like me, uh, subscribe to YouTube, youtube.com slash XYZF. <laughs> nine, ten, something. We only have, tw- we don't have enough subscribers yet. We need a hundred followers, subscribers on YouTube yes. to have a personalized link. So please subscribe. Subscribe. So we can friends. say youtube.com slash weird feelings, but we're not that yet. So one weird. day we will be. Weird. Weird. Uh, follow us on Instagram weird. at weird feelings uh, pod. We're almost at a hundred followers. Keep 100. them coming. A hundred. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Uh, listen on everything Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Anchor. Uh, hit up at Shop by JFK for his yeah. concrete pouring. Concrete. Hit me up at Tim Catchlove for photos of my family. Uh, film photography. Film photography. Just give us a like and follow. Peace. Love you, Johnny. See ya. Love you. Bye. Do we connect? We are all connected, after or all. Are we moving the needle? Let's move the needle.
0: Oh, it's like a geyser counter. Oh, radioactive and cut. <laughs>